0: You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
2: It's season 13 of the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse, performing through the summer months. The Sonic Summerstock Playhouse is presented by the Sonic Society for the Mutual Audio Network and features producers and actor troops from the modern age of audio drama who recreate and reproduce classic old-time radio plays. The Playhouse endeavors to bring shows to a contemporary audience for the love of the medium and not in any intended form of copyright infringement and now, we go to our host of the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse on stage now, Mr. David Alt.
3: Hello, and welcome back to the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse stage. I am your host, David Alt, and this week, the Narada Radio Company with director Pete Lutz is back with another two-act tale from Ken Ludwig's hilarious 20th century. The players are ready. The stage lights are on. Ladies and gentlemen, the Narada Company. The makers of Canned Soups present the Canwell Playhouse, starring the Narada Radio Company. The Canwell Playhouse presents 20th Century, adapted from the screenplay by Ben Hecht, Charles MacArthur, Preston Sturges, and Gene Fowler. Originally broadcast on the Columbia Broadcast System, March 24th, 1939. And now the creator of the Narada Radio Company and director of this 2022 recreation, Mr. Pete
0: Lutz. Good evening. Tonight, we're going to present a typical chapter in the life of a special type of theatrical manager, the man who wears the mantle of the impresario. He's sometimes a genius, always a visionary, and is usually dressed in a haze of glory, especially if he's just created a success. But it's his particular ability to wear his aura, whether he deserves it or not. He exists on the momentum of the past and the anticipation of the future. He's divorced from reality and lives in his own frantic world of the glorious, impractical dreams which keep bursting on the bubbling surface of his mind. And lest I seem to convince you that he is a type entirely removed from the usual producer, let me hasten to assure you that we are all a little guilty of the same dreams and the same aspirations. The play is 20th century based on the 1934 screenplay which was written by Ben Hecht and Charles MacArthur with Preston Sturges and Gene Fowler and which was in turn adapted from the unpublished play Napoleon of Broadway by Charles Bruce Millholland. I know you'll agree with me after hearing it that we have assembled a brilliant cast of players with Mr. Les Marsden and Ms. Rhiannon McAfee topping the bill. And now, without further ado, we take you to a stage on Broadway... We shall, eventually, and inevitably, end up on the passenger train from which our play takes its name.
1: But, Daddy, you all know Micah loves me and I love him. Oh, you can't call that a sin. His feelings for me. Oh, well that's where my brother breaks in, Mr. Jacobs.
2: All right. Where is Mr. Johnson? He's
4: outside, taking a smoke.
2: Joe, go get him, will you? Everybody be on your toes. Mr. Jaffe is taking rehearsal today. All right, skip that part, Miss Plotka. Go to the place where you hear your father has just killed Michael. All right, go on. Come on, make your entrance.
1: Mary Joe, where are you all, Mary Jo? What is it, Emmy Lou? Your father just met Michael. He's out there on the lawn. Emmy oh, Lou, what are we going to do? You hear a shot. Oh, two shots, isn't it, Mr. Jacobs?
2: Yes, boom, boom.
1: Lord, oh,
4: Lord, Lord, Miss Mary Jo, your daddy just killed Mr. Michael.
1: And that's where I scream.
2: There's going to be a lot of screaming around here, young lady, and it isn't going to be by you either.
1: But, Mr. Jacobs, you said we were just walking through.
2: I know we were walking through.
0: Max, come over here
1: a minute.
2: All right. Go ahead, everybody. Go through it again. Now, listen, Max.
0: That hoboken Cinderella isn't going to do... That kind
2: of acting is for pins in a basement. You're telling me? She's hopeless, and the worst of it is that Jaffe's going to blame me for the fact that a lingerie model hasn't turned out to be a Bernhardt. The more you direct her, the worse she gets.
5: Facts! Which one of these foul guinea hens is named Lily Garland?
0: Not so loud, Owen. We're discussing something.
5: Say listen, you foul Corsican. These are orders from my high. I just encountered Mr. Jaffe in the lobby. All a Twitter. Is he here? Yes, he's here, and he wants the pulsing life story of this Lily Garland wench trumpeted through the press by tomorrow morning. Where is the little baggage?
0: Who are you talking about?
5: Lily Garland, you business giant.
0: Now, there's nobody of that name connected with the organization, and please don't come around here
5: when you've been drinking. It doesn't make for discipline. Isn't that too bad? Call the roll. Lily Garland, front and center. Come on now, fess up. Which one of you pretty witches is named Lily Garland? Say, what is this wall of silence? A
2: conspiracy? Maybe you got the name wrong.
5: Where's the phone? I can still hear, can't I? No, the master spoke with his usual clarity. Hello, Martle. Put the wizard on the wire. He's in the sanctum.
1: I'll tell him you wish to speak to him.
5: I don't
4: wish to be interrupted now, Miss Schultz.
1: Mr. O'Malley.
4: I don't want to talk to you now, Owen. I gave you your orders. Carry them out. Yes, Lily Garland.
5: She's on the stage. Oh, she is, is she? Send me down your Ouija board, and I'll try to get in touch with her. Can't you carry out your orders? Say, listen, Sire. There's only one blonde roosting on this foul stage. You, with the legs. What's your name?
1: Mildred Plotka.
5: She claims her name is Mildred Plotka.
4: On my mind, but her old name didn't seem suitable. I changed it to Lily Garland. Tell Mr. Jacobs he has exactly three minutes to get everyone assembled. I'm coming right down.
5: Yes, Sire. Ah. What is it? What's the matter? Hold your bonnets. The All Highest is on his way down amidst a shower of meteors. Oh, here he comes now.
0: Good morning. Well, O.J., welcome to our midst. I don't like anyone chewing
4: gum on this stage, Oliver. Spit it out, please. (laughs) Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good
1: morning, morning, Morning,
4: sir. sir. Sit down, please. I have been looking forward to this little occasion for some time. There's... No thrill in the world like launching a play, watching it come to life, little by little, seeing the living characters emerge like genii from the bottle. Now, before we begin, I want you all to remember one thing. No matter what I may say, no matter what I may do on the stage during our work, I Love you all The people who have been Through my battles with me Will bear me out in testifying That above everything in the world I love the theater And the charming people in it All right, Oliver Call the rehearsal They're all ready Thank you, Max For carrying the ball thus far How does it feel to you?
2: Well, I'd like to talk to you for a minute Indeed What appears to be on your mind? I'm afraid, Miss Plotka she isn't going to do. Miss Plotka. Who is she? Mary Jo, the lead. Your latest discovery. Oh, you mean Lily Garland. What about her? Uh,
0: uh, let me explain, O.J. I took a little liberty last night. I, I think it was an inspiration. <laughs> Another one of your inspirations, eh? Well, out with it. I happened to run into Francine Anderson, and we got into chinning about the show, and I told her the truth. It slipped out. What slipped out? About Plotka, Garland, being such a disappointment, such a washout. And to make a long story short, I talked Francine into stepping into the part. (gasps) You did, eh? No, 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 don't. (laughs) Wait a minute, O.J. So that's what you've been doing behind my back?
4: Undermining the again? Listen, OJ. Old Francine Anderson, that piece of human tripe in my play. Now, now, wait a minute, OJ. Wait, wait a minute. What do you know about talent? What do you know about the theater? What do you know about genius? What do you know about anything, you, you bookkeeper? You try to force that palooka down the public's throat, you'll find out what I know. I've had enough of your treachery. Now, From now on, I close the iron door on you! Okay, I'll take that job with the Schubert's. Leave my theater, you gray rat! And don't just- have that fat wife of yours come around again, pleading for you. Hm. Let the rehearsal begin. Places. Act one. No, we will start with Miss Garland's entrance.
5: That's you all, Mary Jo. Where will we send the body? Come on, come on. I'm at the tiller now,
4: Mr. Jacobs. Now, don't be nervous, child. You're not Lily Garland anymore. You're little Mary Jo Calhoun. The scent of jasmine is floating through the open window of a summer evening. You've just kissed your lover good night. You're full of vibrations. The scene is pure purple as you come drifting into this old southern mansion. All right. The door is opened by the old family retainer, Uncle Rufus. Yes, sir? Already. <laughs> ting a ling a ling Just a moment. That is the way an Iceman would enter the house. Not Mary Joe. Shyly, please, uh, try it again. ting a ling a ling Daddy! Uh, uh, j- just wait, dear. Uh, you are in America now. Don't you know the Old South does not yodel? Once more, please.
1: ting a ling ling Daddy? Oh, hello, Daddy. Uh, come on,
4: dear child. Are you nailed to the floor? You all uh, were talking to somebody on the lawn. Who was it? It was Michael, wasn't it? Frightened. Acting frightened.
1: It was Michael, Daddy.
4: I thought so. Stanley!
1: Where are you all going, Daddy?
4: Where's the brother? Come on, brother! Downstairs! Throw yourself into the room! What's all the matter, Daddy? Take out your pistol, Father. Take your sister to her room, son.
1: Yes, sir. No, Daddy. You all don't...
4: Just a minute. Uh, where are you going? This is like a scrimmage. Get me some chalk, Mr. Jacobs. Mr. Jeffy, I'm... I'm right. This... this is the... Uh, I'm sorry. All right, brother. All right.
1: Oh, I'm terribly sorry.
4: It's all right, Mary Jo. Now, where's the chalk? Here, sir. Uh, get to your respective places. Now, uh, Mary Jo, I'm going to lay down tracks for you. Here's the door. Now, when you come on, you stop here and say, Daddy. Then over to here. I'll mark it, uh, two. Then, when you hear your brother coming downstairs, you come over to here. Three. Then quickly back to here. Four. Then, when your father rushes out, you won't be knocked down like a nine pin. Uh, (laughs) Come. We'll start afresh. Entrance. You're off the track. Let's get her a trolley. Quiet, please. It's very
0: distracting, that muttering.
4: Now... Mary Joe, remember what I told you.
0: Mr. Jaffe. Who's that? It's me, Mr. Jaffe. Excuse me. What do this you is want? It's the combination of the safe. It's the only copy. Why do you bother me with details like that? What do I hire you
4: for? <laughs> you hothead! Get over there. Sit someplace and sit down. Keep out of my way. Now, now. Oh, come on. Uh, Mary Joe. remember, shy, but vital. Give it essence. Give me the chalk, please. ting a ling ling <sighs> Uh, brother's all right. Owen, did
5: you get me some more chalk? Be reasonable, O.J. Where are you going to get chalk in New York at midnight? Try the public schools. Borrow some from a teacher. School has been out for some time now, Sire.
4: No cooperation from anybody.
5: Never mind, I'll carry through alone. Come on
4: now, Mary Joe. Come on, come on.
1: Mr. Jaffe, I'm afraid I'm all in.
4: Nonsense, child. You'll get your second wind in a minute. Where's Uncle Rufus? Yes, sir. Father, where's your little chum, Emmy Lou? Right here. Come on, child, get to your place. We're in the sitting room now. Now, Mary Jo, this time when you hear of Michael's death, remember what I told you about the scream. It comes from here. Your insides turn to jelly when you hear the news. And a good long pause after the shot. Let's proceed.
1: Where are you all, Mary Jo? What is it, Lou? Your father just met Michael. He's out there on the lawn. Oh, Emmy Lou, what are we all going to do? Bang! Bang!
4: One, two, sway. Send the swaying. Come on, Uncle Rufus! Oh Lord and Miss Mary Joan. Your dad has just killed Mr. Michael. <gasps> huh. What was that? What? That
1: squeak. Why, Mr. Jaffey. <sighs> <sighs>
4: We're going to stay in the theater till Miss Garland learns how to scream. Dismiss the cast.
2: All right, everybody. 11 o'clock tomorrow. (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, I I can't stand it. I've done it a thousand times. Oh, you you can't hammer at me this way any longer and make a fool out of me in front of everybody.
4: You squalling (laughs) little amateur. On your feet. Get up. Take that hump out of your back. You're not demonstrating underwear anymore.
1: Oh, oh, I've taken all the bullying from you I'm going to. No man living can kick me around for eight hours until I can't see straight. Oh, I'm a human being, do you hear? A human being! Now, Miss Garland... My name is Blotka. Oh, it's a good name, too. Just as good as Jeffy. I wanted to be an actress, but I won't crawl on my stomach for any man. Oh, you, you find somebody else! <laughs> <laughs> She's
4: marvelous, just as I thought. Oh, fire, passion, everything, Oliver. The gold is all there, but we must mine it. <laughs> Lily Garland, I only heard one thing—that you want to be an actress. That's all I want to. Now look at me. Douza had that modeling. Now we're going to teach little Mary Joe how
0: to
1: scream.
4: Do you trust me, child? Yes. I'm going to find the soul that's there and release it. So it will fly soar up to the top gallery.
0: Oliver. Yes, OJ, go up to the balcony. I want you to listen. Now listen, OJ. Go on. Oh. No.
4: Now you're going to lift Mr. Webb out of his seat with that scream! Come on, child, I'll take all the other parts. Do you want the manuscript? I slept with that manuscript for six months! Come on now, dear, take off your coat. We're going into action. There are 2,000 people
0: out there.
2: All the way up, I said, Oliver.
4: Go on, go on! No! Oh, oh, oh. We'll go back so that when we come to the scream you'll be in the mood. Now Emmy Lou comes on. Mary Joe, where are you, Mary Joe?
1: What is it, Emmy Lou? Mary Joe, your daddy just met Michael. They're on the lawn. Oh Emmy Lou, what are we all going to do? Bang bang.
4: Now, remember the pause. Sway keep swaying. Come on, Uncle Rufus. Oh oh, Lordy, Miss Mary Joe, your daddy's just gone and shot Mister Michael.
0: Perfect, marvelous. How was it, Oliver? Okay, from here.
1: You, you stuck me with a (laughs) pin. Splendid,
4: excellent, bravo, magnifico.
0: I always knew you'd do it.
3: Baby,
5: it's a smash. The people are waiting to draw your carriage through the streets. Where's Mr. Jaffe? Never mind, come on. Make way for Miss Garland there. Oh, but Owen... I'll get him. Never mind. Go on in. Say, boss, it looks like a knockout. I want to see Mr. Jaffe. You can't see Mr. Jaffe now. He's busy. You might as well go home.
1: Was I all right, Mr. Jaffe? Was I what you wanted?
4: I came to pay my respects to a great actress. Go go outside, Sadie. I came to apologize and be forgiven for all those mean things I said during rehearsals, Lily.
1: Forgive you? Don't talk like that. Everything they applauded was yours. Everything they liked. I felt it was you out there going through the performance.
4: Oh, that's very generous of you. But the diamond was there. I nearly supplied a little polish.
1: Oh, I'm so happy. I, I just... Well, and scream, was it all right? <laughs> See? I saved the pin as a souvenir.
4: <laughs> the sorrows of life are the joys of art. I suppose... You have a lot of engagements for this evening.
1: I was going home and and dream about everything that happened tonight.
4: Tonight's merely the beginning. You're at the foot of the golden stair. Lily Garland, I'm going to take you by this little hand higher and further than any woman of the theater has ever gone before. The beauty and glamour that were mine for a little while during those rehearsals, when you thought I was so cruel, now belong to the world forever and ever more. Are you there, Mulligan? Yes, Mr. Jaffe. Come and look at your door. Oh, oh. It once hung on Sarah Bernhardt's door. I almost wish it weren't there. Why? That star's the golden mark that henceforth sets you apart from the world beyond the reach of any one man to have and to hold
1: oh oh don't say that it frightens me
4: would you let me kiss you goodbye
1: yes Oscar, don't leave me now. I'm nothing without you. I never will be.
4: Oh, as you wish, my dear.
2: Manhattan Play Talk by Lewis Lloyd. Jaffe and Garland, again. The producer-star combination, which has given us three successful plays in as many years, is in rehearsal with a new one. Looks like the affiliation is becoming a permanent fixture on Broadway.
1: Sadie, where are you going? The front door's been ringing ten minutes. Let it ring. It's Mr. Jaffe. He can stand there pushing that bell until he rocks. Remember the last time we tried to keep him out? He had fits. fits. I'll give him fits. Plenty of them. Oscar, I'm going to... Oh, it's you.
5: Playing possum, huh?
1: So, Oscar sent you up?
5: Nothing of the kind.
1: I wouldn't answer the telephone, so he gets you to carry his underhanded messages.
5: Now you got it all wrong. I was passing by and saw your light twinkling in the window.
1: Well, I'll make your dirty work easy. I'm going out tonight to the Ritz. You can tell Mr. Jaffe the first good time I've had in three years. Sadie, my chinchilla coat. The one with the silver lining.
5: And a shepherd's crook, Sadie. Say, what's the meaning of this skulking behind barricades?
1: Huh. Did he tell you what the fight was about?
5: Well, I... Hey, is this a bed or a boat? <clears throat> I gather that in some obscure way you destroyed his career.
1: Get off that bed. It's real lace.
5: How do you sleep in this contrivance? Be all right with a pair of oars. Sadie, get me a bottle of gin. I've only got an hour to live.
1: I wish that were true. Oh, and I'll tell you exactly what happened. That Mr. What's-his of the Mayfair Club called me up and told me they were having a Lily Garland night tonight. And would I come, Oscar was right there beside me. Rowing? never mind. He heard the whole conversation, heard me accept it, and never said a word. Oh, I didn't think anything happened until I got to rehearsal, and it was Miss Garland this and Miss Garland that, all over the place. Well, then he started making those awful faces, simply because he doesn't want me to mingle with what he calls riffraff. Huh, and that's everybody in the world except us two. We just sit here and discuss his genius. Well, I'm going out tonight and have a look at some plain human beings for once and act like one. I've got a new dress, the first in three years that doesn't make me look like a Quaker. (laughs)
0: Lily.
1: Oh, you're here too, Oliver. Is he calling out the militia? (laughs) Uh,
0: Can I speak
5: to you confidentially? Go easy, Warden. She's got a case. Get out, Owen. This is a question of life or death. I'll go amidships to my cabin. Lily.
0: It's up to you. What is? I'm afraid for him, Lily. He's got that look in his eyes.
1: I don't care what he's got in his eyes.
0: You don't understand him, Lily. Oh, I don't? When he's wounded, he's capable of anything.
1: Well, he's not capable of keeping me from going to the Mayfair Club, if that's what you're mumbling about. Sadie, don't wait up for me. I'll be late. All right. Well,
0: personally, Lily, it's none of my business, but after all, he's done for you. I'd go a little easy.
1: He made a million dollars off me, if that's what you mean. And I am not catering to his senseless, neurotic, egomaniac jealousies any longer. I'm no Trilby.
0: O.J. Get out, boys. O.J., can I speak to you alone? No. What time shall I call rehearsal tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow.
4: Goodbye, boys.
5: All right, D'Artagnan. We'll be lurking on the drawbridge if you need us. Come on, Oliver.
1: Oscar, I don't want a scene. I'm all dressed up and I'm going. Oh, stop making those awful faces. I'm not doing anything you could possibly object to, Oscar. I won't have a scene. You can't bully me. For three years, I've never done anything, read anything eaten anything without asking your permission twice. Who never met anybody. I can't even see my own mother. That's not love. It's pure tyranny.
4: Goodbye, Lily.
1: Oscar.
4: Our little comedy is ending, just as I always knew it would. You remember that night you won your spurs and we tacked a golden star on your dressing room door? And I told you, you were not for one man to have and to hold. Go on, Lily, go and dance in that lovely dress at that awful place. Let them paw the beauty and glamour that is mine for a moment.
1: What are you talking about? I'm just...
4: Please, they're waiting for you. You'll be late.
1: What are you going to do? Oh, nothing.
4: While you're here. (laughs) New York. It received me once when I came here. A little farm boy. It'll receive me again. I remember on many a winter's eve. Lily Garland, I haven't finished yet. Some night... When the curtain comes down and that little world of yours sits there applauding you, you'll remember me. You'll know I helped a little. Good. Bye,
1: Oscar. Oh, you horrible fake! Be a man. You're not gonna jump out of any window, ha! Trying to make me believe you cheap ham.
4: You can't talk to me like that. You forget who I am.
1: I'll tell you what you are. A fake. Oh, go on. Jump. Kill yourself.
4: You watchwoman's daughter.
1: What? Did you call me?
4: (laughs) You soaking yourself in perfume like a hired- Girl, half undressed for other men. Oh, you don't fool me. Uh. Go on, hit me. I'm not stopping you. Oh, Oh. Lily, I wouldn't hurt you for anything in the world. Do what you want. Go anywhere you want. Only just love me. Say you forgive me.
1: It's all right. just, Just don't talk. Just put your arms around me. Just hold me
0: Well, we might as well go
5: home. May we, Porthos. I guess he'll be entrenched till morning.
1: Oh. Oh, what a glorious morning. I'm so happy. Do you want me to wait for you, sweet?
4: I don't think so, darling. You'll run along and rehearse without me for a couple of hours. I'm going over the manuscript again. Polishing.
1: Oscar, do you mean to say you're going to trust me to go to the theater alone? Lily, that's all changed. I meant every word I said. You'll
4: see from now on, I'm not going to be jealous anymore.
1: When you're like this? I don't want anybody but you.
4: (laughs) You know, I've I've had my lesson, Lily. Something happened to me last night, that moment at the window, a sort of change of soul. From now on, you can go and come as you please and no questions asked whatsoever. I trust you implicitly.
1: (laughs) Goodbye, sweet.
4: Goodbye, my lovely Lily. Lily.
1: Yes,
6: ma'am.
4: Well, hurry up. Hello. Bleaker 82711. Hello. Is this the McGonagall Detective Agency?
0: Mr. McGonagall speaking. Who? How do you do, Mr. Jaffe? Glad to hear from you. What can I do for you this time?
4: I have an actress in my employ named Lily Garland. Yeah, th- that's right. Yeah, I want her watched
0: every move, day and night.
4: Her mail. And uh, can you tap the telephone
0: wires in her apartment? Yes, Mr. Jaffe. Tapping telephone wires is our speciality. <music> From... McGonagall Detective Agency, to Oscar Jaffe. As per your request, a dictograph has been attached to the telephone line in Miss X's apartment. Enclosed, please find full report of all calls made during the current week. Yours very truly, O McGonagall.
1: These are the telephone reports of all calls. Forty
0: minutes conversation with the dressmaker?
4: And <laughs> never told me anything about it.
1: The bill was for $1,200.
4: Send him a check, Miss Schultz.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Good morning. Why aren't you at rehearsal? You don't need me every minute. O.J., just between us, is Lily all right? I I mean, has there been any trouble in the last week or two? Certainly not. What's the matter? You've gotten her upset again. I told you not to upset her. Uh, I was just wondering if there was any special reason why she didn't show up at rehearsal today. She was all right when I left. She sounded all right to me this morning. Get her on the phone. I did talk to her. There seems to be some interference on her telephone. I've arranged to have someone go over it from stem to stern. You've done what? (laughs) You see, O.J., the, the the vice president of the telephone company is, is a friend of mine, and, and he promised immediate action. You gray
1: rat! Mr. Jaffe, Mr. McGonagall is outside. I think something's happened.
0: Have him come in.
1: Mr. McGonagall?
0: Mr. Jaffe, I'm resigning. I undertook this job in good faith under the seal of secrecy. What happened? She was laying for me in the vestibule. She jumped out with a stick in her hand just as I was collecting the mail. Who told her that phone was tapped? Oliver Webb,
4: you stay where you are. Judas Iscariot! McGonagall, did you deny it? Did you throw the lie in her face?
0: Well, I stuck with her until she got on the train. She almost tore my clothes off. What train? We had an awful lot of trouble through traffic. She was in her car, and I was following... Stop
4: babbling! What train did she take? The one to Hollywood.
0: Hollywood! Yes, sir. And she told me to tell you that she was true with you forever. Oliver, did you hear that? She's left me! (laughs) Say the word, O.J., and I'll kill myself. Gone! Gone!
4: Lily! (laughs) Lily,
0: Lily, how could you do it? I'll go find her. I'll (laughs) bring her back wherever she is. No, put me back in the blue ring. Sew me up
4: like a picador's horse. Blind me eyes. Let life run over me. Lily, Lily.
0: I'm willing
4: to do anything to make amends, O.J. <laughs> Look at that sign. Lily Garland in Bride of Baghdad. Mockery, mockery. Oh, Tempura! Oh, mores! O.J.?
0: Take that name off. Block it out. Look out, O.J. Don't throw that paint can. You'll hurt somebody. We'll have a lawsuit on our hands. <laughs> Child of Satan
3: No, i to and
4: wipe her off the face of the earth. <laughs> Owen oh, Oblivion! Lily Garland! Oblivion! <laughs> oblivion! Owen, oh, have the
0: evening papers gone to press yet? In about an hour. Get out your pencil! OJ, you're in no mood to talk to publications. Go up and lie down for a while. Don't argue. I want to make a statement to the press. I have just
2: fired Lily Garland.
5: I've thrown her out of my theater like a dead rat. Now take it easy, sire.
2: Now what are we going to do, OJ? The announcements are up for the opening. Oh, we'll open. But
4: how? Do you think I need any Lily Garland to open a show of
2: mine? There's not an actress in town who can hold a candle to her. (laughs) There isn't? Oh, show you! But who? Who, O.J.? Quiet! You!
4: Come here!
1: Me, sir?
2: Now listen to me, O.J. Quiet! What's your name?
1: Valerie Whitehouse.
4: Give Miss Whitehouse Miss Garland's part.
6: I I know it, Mr. Jaffe.
2: O.J., you're crazy. This girl can't act. She hasn't had any experience. She's just out of stock. You remember a little lingerie
6: model
4: named Mildred Platka? who was once on this stage,
2: who couldn't act? I don't care. I'm not going to let you do this. You're making a fool of yourself. Lily Garland's been putting up with all this tripe you've been getting away with. You amoeba. It's the truth, whether you know it or not. Owen...
4: Take this creature who came to me as an office boy, as Max Mandelbaum, and who is now Max Jacobs, for some mysterious reason, and throw him out into the street!
2: You don't have to throw me. I'll go.
4: By the scruff of the neck!
2: But I'll tell you something.
4: Out! I close the iron door on you! Okay. Let the rehearsal begin. Miss Whitehouse will take your entrance in Act One. Oh! Oliver, give me some chalk. Mm-hmm.
5: Chicago. What a town. They should never have taken it away from the Indians.
4: It's a good town for a good show. The World's Fair proved that. Hey now! Be careful with
5: that suit of armor! Yeah, World's Fair. Fan dances and flea circuses.
4: When you came here two years ago with Lily Garland, the Sheriff didn't have to tack a sign on the
0: stage door.
5: True, my good mignon, but the Sheriff has been playing a very important part in our last four productions. Okay, Pop. I'll see you next time we're here. I told you, fellas!
0: All right. Okay. We'll see about that. What'd he say? The sheriff won't listen to reason. If he doesn't get his money by tomorrow morning, Jaffe don't leave this town. Kind of tough on Chicago. Just look at that. Oscar Jaffe presents Joan of Arc with Valerie Whitehouse... There was absolutely no excuse for this show. I told
5: him so. He's going to end up in the breadline, unless he finds out that these dithering horse operas with a lot of people staggering around in foul-lying suits ain't entertainment. Where did you leave Jaffy? At the Morrison Hotel under the name of Hemingway, which he's adopted in his brief. Let's stop in here. I want a pint of scotch and a sandwich.
0: What are his plans further than returning tomorrow? He's going to shoot himself with a gun. If he gets on
5: that trapeze again, I'm going to hand him the revolver. He won't kill himself. It'd please too many people. Sit down. Say, give me a roast beef sandwich and coffee. Give me a double bicarbonate of soda. That's the fifth I've had today. You're going to need a sixth. Oliver, feast your eyes on the magazine rack.
0: Oh, ho, 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 Lily's picture on every cover.
5: Oblivion! The biggest thing in pictures. We could use her. Four flops in a row since she
0: left. Five. I blame her for everything. When she left Jaffe, she took his genius with her. Do you know how much he paid for long distance calls to Hollywood last year? Eighteen hundred bucks. And she hung up on him every time. In some
5: Humpty Dumpty way, that was true love.
0: Yeah, like Romeo and Juliet. 20th Century
4: leaving for
5: New York on track six. All aboard. 20th Century. Say, listen, my fine feathered friend. You're just wasting your time patrolling this lonely coast. Mr. Jaffe is not getting on this train. I'll say he ain't. He got four men watching every gate. He ain't going to leave this state without paying up. And if you're a smart young fella, you'll stop making a nuisance of yourself. Oh, so you're going to get personal? I'll cool you off in 17 Shades of Lavender. Here, what's going on? This demigod thinks he's in Darkest Russia. Now, just a minute, Owen. Who is your
0: immediate superior?
5: Never mind
0: that. You
5: see this picture? The minute I lay eyes on this young fella, Jaffy, he's going right over to the South Clark Street Police Station.
4: I beg your pardon, sir? May I trouble you all for a
5: match? Sure
4: thing, brother. Here. Thank you. I'm taking the 20th century... I hope I ain't late.
5: No, it's over there. You can just make it.
0: Oh, thanks for your courtesy, sir.
5: That's perfectly all right.
0: There's no use quarreling with this gentleman. He's only doing his duty. If he's going to arrest Jaffe, he's going to arrest him. We can't prevent it.
5: All right, Oliver. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye. Thank you all for your hospitality, sir. Come down and have a julep with we all sometime, sir. I will. Thank you.
0: Very clever, O.J. You had us both fooled for a minute with that old southern gentleman, Rig. I never thought I should sink so low as to become an actor.
4: It was humiliating. Too bad you didn't play Joan of Arc. Never mind that, Owen. You've been drinking again. Go
5: and order lunch. Tell them to put me by myself at a large table. How do you suppose I'm going to do that? The diner's packed. Tell them it's for me. Go on. If you want privacy, why don't you travel in a
0: balloon? OJ, we might as well get it over. I've got some unpleasant figures here. Do you know what I was thinking about, Oliver, on the way to the train? Nothing
4: morbid, I hope. That of all my 68 productions, the most artistic was Joan of Arc.
0: Yes, it would have been fine if the audience had known what it was all about. Audience!
4: (laughs) (laughs) I saw the play five times and cried like a baby.
0: That fire effect was pure genius. I've never done anything better. Well, fire effect and all, we're $74,000 and a few pennies in the hole. Care to look at it? What a magnificent failure. If I'm a genius, Oliver,
4: it's because of my failure. Always remember that. May I take your bag, sir. Just keep your hands off my bag and don't bother me. I don't want to see you again from here to New York City.
3: Yes, sir.
5: Anybody around? <laughs> oh, goody. A little sticker here on the window. And another one here on the lampshade. Oops somebody's coming. What's that say? Repent for the time is at hand?
1: <laughs> hmm. Get to
5: Flanagan, Porter. Yes, sir.
0: Listen, O.J. Don't talk about money matters now, Oliver, do you mind? I've got to. The first thing they're going to do tomorrow morning is land on the Jaffe Theater with a writ and take it away from you. And false whiskers won't save you.
4: They wouldn't dare.
0: Now listen, O.J., there's one way out of this. Not exactly pleasant, I grant you, but we can't afford to be squeamish. Now, I had a telegram this morning from little Max Jacobs. Communicating with Max Jacobs, eh? Now, listen, O.J., I know... Treachery, eh? Max Jacobs, that office boy I fired! All right, office boy, but he's got a cold million in the bank. Now... He's produced three straight dramatic smashes in a row, while you've been laying one bad egg after another. Now, that's fact. I've had enough of your treachery. Max, Jake... Get out! ...is the only man that can save you. You Judas, mangle of or whatever his name is, you're fired! I know the iron door. Okay, okay, I've had enough. Say, Oliver. And I mean it!
4: Now, I understand how you feel. What?
6: Tell me. What happened?
4: Well, Conductor, I was sitting there, reading, when all of a sudden I felt something hit my head. Did you see anybody pass? No, but when I took off my cap, I found this stick around it. Repent, for the time is at hand.
1: Conductor, who do you suppose could be doing such a thing? I
4: don't know, but I've got a pretty good idea there's a certain drunk on this train and I'll talk to him come on Flanagan
0: excuse me please wait (laughs) this has gone just far enough what's biting you
4: we had to wash all those stickers off with soap and water what
0: stickers you don't know anything about it what are you yapping about You've got one on your hat. Keep your hands off me. Is this the same sticker? Yes, sir. It sure is. What is this, an insane asylum? (laughs) It's the work of that man who's with you.
6: Mr. Jaffe? No, the other one. And I'm going to turn him over to the authorities. This is pure vandalism.
5: Oliver, you got a drink? See here, young man. This is not- Let him
0: alone. I can handle him. Redskin, me want firewater. Plenty Wampum, quick. Look here, Owen. I paid $12 for this derby. What's the idea of slapping a two sheet all over it? That's kindergarten stuff.
6: You'll clean this train with hot water and soap and remove all the
1: stickers.
5: You're screwier than a pretzel. Repent for the time of... Are you accusing me of circulating that propaganda? Hey, Conductor! Somebody just went through the dining room and put stickers on all the windows. What?!
0: Well, I guess that exonerates Mr. O'Malley. He won't get away from us this time. Come on, Flanagan. Did you see him? Whoever
4: he was, he's pretty smart,
0: sir. What a trip. Join Jaffe and see the world. Don't mention Jaffe's name to me. What's the matter now? Same old thing. Listen, he doesn't know it yet, but I'm through. I've let that egomaniac jump up and down on my stomach for the last 16 years, but this is the end. Maybe when he's hanging from the raptors with all of Broadway pecking his eyes out, maybe he'll realize what I've done for him. Yeah, maybe.
5: Englewood! Owen! What is it?
0: Look, out on the platform. Lily Garland? Look out, she's getting on. Who's that fellow with her? Look out, don't let her
1: all see you. All right, hurry up. Get out. Everything's all right. Oh, another compartment. Sadie, I told you to get a room with a bed in it so I can sleep. There isn't any bed. Oh, You're a liar. Go and ask the conductor. Just a minute, George. This moron is driving me crazy. What's the trouble now? The company promised me a bed. Sadie, it is on the train somewhere.
3: Go on, step on it, Sadie.
1: Go on, please. There isn't any bed on this train. Calling me a liar? Go on. Oh, I'm sick and tired of this whole trip. Oh, you're mad, eh? Well, well, you... (sharp) I despise temperament. Oh, George, darling, goodbye. I'm going to miss you so much.
3: But this isn't goodbye, dear. I- I'm not getting off the train. I'm going to New York with you.
1: Oh, darling, don't be silly. Oh, what will people think? Famous film star smuggles young society man aboard train. All aboard! Oh, darling, I'm going to miss you so. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. I'm missing you already. But you needn't, dear. I'm not leaving you. What are you talking about? Oh, just, just what I said, I, I'm going with you. George, we're moving. I don't care. The train is moving. Do as I say. I will not get off this train. It's too late now, anyway. This is fine, isn't it? Go on, rave on. I suppose I'm seeing the true you at last. Oh, fame, success, empty words. Oh, what is therein? Stop making those awful faces. Stop acting. Oh! This is going to be a pleasant journey. George! You annoy me!
5: Come on, Hiawatha. Let's tell his highness to pitch their wigwam next door. I'm not talking to
0: him. If I was, I'd tell him something. About what? About a million dollars worth. A million bucks. If Jaffy and that girl could get together again.
5: Yes. uh, Russia and Japan might get together too. I don't know whether you realize, but I've had a terrific influence with her. Me too. Once I actually compelled
0: her to admit it looked like rain. Owen, oh, do you think there's a chance of them getting together? The quickest way to find out is to ask her. Not me. Count me out. Mr. Jaffe fired me once too often.
5: All right, stay there and pout if you want to.
3: I still don't see why you wanted to go to New York alone.
1: George! you have got to believe in me.
5: Yes, when you're dead. Hello, you peculiar witch. How's the baby Bernhardt?
1: Well, the foul Corsican himself. Who let you on this train?
5: Say, if you only knew all the trouble we had getting on this gondola. Who's we? Yes.
3: Oh, holy Moses. I say, would you two mind letting
1: me in on some of these trade secrets? Mr. O'Malley, Mr. Smith.
5: How do you do? I didn't get the name.
1: Is Oscar Jaffe on this train? You better tell me.
5: Right in there next door. The little corporal is returning from another Moscow. His head bloodied but still unbowed.
3: Jaffe, eh? That's why you didn't want me aboard the train.
1: Oh, shut up. I didn't know he was here. Oh, this is the limit. Listen to me, Lily.
3: I've got to know it. Are you going to see this man?
1: <laughs> see him? Oh, you think I'm out of my mind? Thank you for telling me. I won't step outside this room. He knew I was on this train, but it's not going to do him any good. Owen, I'm free from Mr. Jaffe, and I'm going to stay free.
5: What are you all so scared of there, Joe?
1: Scared? Oh, that man has belittled and tortured me for three years. Ran around telling everybody, where would Lily Garland be without the great Jaffy? Oh, well, I think I showed him. Right on top of the ladder and going up, the lies he told about me and my mom called himself my Svengali. Ha! Svengali.
0: Hello, Lily. You too? Coming back into the fold?
1: Am I what? Did Oscar tell you to ask me that?
0: Now listen, Lily, don't fly off the handle. Confidentially, I'm not with Jaffy anymore. Ask Owen. If that egomaniac were in his grave the way I feel now, I'd take a rope and tie it around his neck and take him on a cook's tour. He's played his last dirty trick on me.
1: I don't care what you
0: do. I just want to tip you off to something. Is it all right to talk in front of? Um... You can
3: get right out now. That's what you can do. I
0: happen to be calling on Miss Garland. Now, I want you to listen, Lily. Oscar's broke. They're going to take his theater away from him.
1: Oh, really? That's kind of interesting.
0: They've got him across a barrel. I'm afraid he's going to do the Dutch act.
1: Oh, still jumping out of windows, eh? (laughs) Old fainting Bertha.
0: (laughs) Oh, don't laugh at him, Lily. If you don't come across for him, it's curtains for him. You're his only chance.
1: Oliver? I would rather drop dead where I'm standing than ever do another play with him.
0: It might be a smart bet for you.
1: What? You go back and tell that fake Svengali I wouldn't wipe my feet on him if really? he were starving. Really? And I hope he is!
0: That's no way for you to talk. He made you!
1: He what? Get out
6: of here!
0: Outside! Go on!
6: He
1: made me! He absolutely did not
0: You've make said me. enough! I thought you were a bigger woman, Lily, but I see I was deeply mistaken. Get out! Right outside!
5: Well, we asked her. Let's tell the Earthshaker. I thought I told you. He fired me for the last time, and I meant it! Fine by me, sitting bull. I'll tell the Chief myself.
3: You have just heard part one of 20th Century. Tonight's presentation of the Candwell Playhouse starring the Narada Radio Company. Part two begins in just a moment. This is the Mutual Audio Network.
6: Hello, you've reached the Candwell Soup hotline. This call may be monitored or recorded for quality control purposes. This is Maxine Flavor speaking. How may I help you?
3: Yes, uh, hi, uh, Miss Flavor?
6: Oh, call me Max, please.
3: Yeah, okay, uh, Max, I was calling to complain that the soup my wife gave me at lunch today tasted weird. Weird, sir? Well, strange. Strange. Yes, why do you keep
6: repeating back what I'm saying? repeating, sir? Yes. See, you did it again. Oh, yes, sir. Can you describe this weird or strange taste to the soup? First up, what type of soup was it?
3: Vegetable beef.
6: And you're saying that it didn't taste like vegetable beef?
3: No. Not really.
6: No, you're not saying that? Or no, it didn't taste like vegetable beef?
3: Like the soup. It didn't taste like the soup.
6: I understand, sir. Is there any chance you might still have the can?
3: I think so. Um, Maybe it's still in the trash.
6: Oh, you don't recycle, sir. All of the canned well soup cans are fully recyclable. Whatever.
3: Okay, Do do you want me to go and get the can?
6: If it's not too much trouble, sir.
3: All right, hold on. Okay, 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 I'm back. Um, I'm sorry, I snapped at you before. I'm just really not feeling well, I just-
6: Yes, sir, it's perfectly all right, sir. Can you please look at the bottom of the can and read off the five-figure alphanumeric code?
3: Code on the bottom of the, okay, yeah, okay. It's, wow, I can barely see right now. I am
6: so dizzy. You are so dizzy. I am so dizzy. You are so dizzy. Yeah. I'm awfully sorry, sir. Um, the code?
3: Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, 6A1J37.
6: That, sir, was a six-figure code, sir? Are you looking at a Candwell's can, sir?
3: well, uh... No, it's a, it's a, mm. oh, mm-hmm. Okay, I think I've been poisoned. Oh. Hello?
6: You think you've been poisoned? Well, sir, I'm sorry, but if you're calling about a progrito soup, I can't help you. This is the canned wells hotline, sir. Uh, ew, my wife, I think, poison why... Oh, and I was just about to give you the poor Greedo hotline number. But if your wife poisoned the soup, I'm afraid they won't be able to help you either. I suggest you hang up immediately, sir, and call 911. (laughs) Sir? Sir? Oh, dear... Joe, Joe, hey Joe! Yeah. Joe, did we ever actually start recording calls for quality control purposes? What? Are you kidding? You know how expensive that is. What? Why? Why? Oh, just just no reason.
0: (laughs) I want want my my candles. candles. Good, Good food is soup.
3: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. There will be a brief intermission before Act Two. Please enjoy the facilities as we prepare the stage to continue 20th Century.
1: You can listen to classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network.